joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear faithful online listeners and dear listeners who follow us on your local radios, we greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Here we are faithful again to our appointment to share with you the word of God. There is no better thing that attracts the company of the resurrected one than to share the word of God. I'm thinking of the two disciples of Emmaus who were speaking to one another about the death of Jesus and the one who was dead and who had been resurrected joined them and walked with them. And as he walked with them, he began to explain to them the scriptures. And at the end of the explanation of the scriptures, he revealed himself to them. And that is why we take time to explain the scriptures. Listen to us. It is the way of the revelation of the resurrected one. And I would love that he should be revealed to you because God reveals himself through the word. If you take seriously the word of God, he explains scriptures I am not wasting my time in explaining to you the scriptures and I never get tired to explain the scriptures because I know the end result of this. Oh, hallelujah. On the road to Emmaus, it was a mobile school as they walked. At the end of that, he seemed to go further and the two disciples said to them, to him, abide with us, Lord, for the day is fading. Abide with us. Call the one who explains the scriptures to abide with you. Call him and he will abide. And today he will abide with you. As he stayed with the two disciples of Emmaus who were speaking to one another about the death of Jesus, about the crucifixion of Jesus. But the one who was dead was alive forever and ever. If you are interested in the word of God, God will be interested in you, people of the earth. Blessed is a man who does not walk according to the counsel of the wicked, who does not stop on the way of sinners, who does not sit in the company of mockers, but who finds his delight in the law of God and meditates it day and night. You are blessed, people of the earth. As long as you find pleasure in the word of God, find pleasure in the word of God so that God may be interested in you. This is how he has always been. You know, angels are not only Jesus. But even the angels are interested in those who find pleasure in the word of God. 
You know that the revival of Africa went from there. One of our ancestors who was a politician in the Ethiopian eunuch was reading the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Learn to stop and to listen to the men of God who share with you inspired words. And because he was reading this aloud without shame, and the angel deployed the one who was going to explain to him the scriptures. So Philip came near his chariot and explained to him the scriptures. That is why what we are doing online should looks may seem as a simple thing. Let it be for the church, for the students, for people of every walk of life. It is for your interest, people of the earth. And that is why I do not get tired to speak to you the word of God. Because I know that by interesting you to the word of God, God will be interested in you. Jesus was interested in the two disciples of Emmaus because they were speaking about him, the word made flesh and crucified. I say to the churches, speak about him. He will be interested in you. But if you spend time speaking politics, 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 and every other thing, and in politics there are many liars and lies, there's also hatred. And the one who is behind lies and hatred is going to be interested in you. I don't want that man to be interested in me. I want that the Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrected one, should be interested in me. The past week, everyone went through the Passover. And I believe that everyone who was interested in the Passover, it was not in vain that you organized the Passover programs in your churches. Understand me, the two disciples of Emmaus were speaking about what? They were speaking about what happened in Jerusalem. They were speaking about the Passover. They were speaking about the death of Jesus. And Jesus walked with them. I believe it and I declare to the people of the earth that all the churches who organized that weeks with Passover programs, their resurrected one was in their midst. Hallelujah and hallelujah. But I want him to be in your midst in order to give you something that I am calling the shared life life shared in space and in time because the earth spoke about his death and I believe that this message is prophetic and I want to excite him to do for the earth what he did for the disciples of Emmaus who were also speaking about his death. People think that when we speak about the Passover, Jesus died, it is a story of the past. And that Jesus was not going to be interested when we speak about it. 
Understand me well. The two disciples, they were speaking about a past event that led Jesus to be interested in them because they were speaking about the Passover. He says, are you the only dweller of Jerusalem who does not know what happened in Jerusalem? And just ask them, what are you speaking about? What happened there? He says, it's about Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who was a powerful uh, prophet in word and in works. And our leaders crucified him. Hallelujah. And yet, I'll come to that. And yet, the crucifixion of Jesus was the way that was set by heaven for the sharing of life. Hallelujah. I'll come to that. I'll read that with you later on. Jesus said it. If a grain of wheat does not fall to the ground and does not die, it remains alone. But if it falls to the ground and dies, it is going to produce much fruit. Hallelujah. The death of Jesus was the life of the heavenly wheat that was shared. There are things to speak about the Passover week. He died in order to share his life so that he shouldn't be alone in power, in glory, in strength. And a terrorist of demons. They said, we know you are the Holy One of God. Listen to me today. After this message, I'd love that this shared life should be transmitted to you so that you may terrorize demons. The life of Jesus is a life that terrorizes demons. It is his life. When Jesus said it, when a grain of wheat falls to the ground and die, it produces much fruit. It sounded as a parable, and yet it was a reality in those who listened to him. Listen to me, church and people of the earth. Peter also his shadow if the body of Jesus used to terrorize demons. That is why Jesus said, those who believe in me, they will do the works that I do and they will do greater. They will be terrorists of demons like myself. But the shadow of the body of Peter terrorized demons. Our life, love that this life should be yours, pastor, dear sister and dear brother. My message today it is life shared in space and in time. Jesus is a terrorist of demons. He terrorized even the storm. He rebuked it and silenced it. And the storms saluted him. You have storms in your life and we are going to terrorize them and we are going to freeze them by the life of Jesus. And when he stopped the storm, the disciples said, Who is this one to whom even the winds obey? 
the storms of the earth are going to obey you. He had an extraordinary life, this man. As I say to you these things, I want you to understand me. This is not an evangelistic show. It shall be as I have spoken. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. And he shared that. I want to say to you, he shares his life even with his body and spirit. You are going to receive the abundance of life not a barren life that does nothing but the life of Jesus was a productive life in every sector and that is why he said I am the way, the truth and the life he is life I've spoken to you about it in the past but today I want to speak about the shared life in this age. Last week I spoke about the shared life in the age to come. Today I'm speaking about the shared life in this age. Because on the other side we will not need to terrorize demons because they are going to be judged and cast out and will no longer disturb heaven. That is why make the most of the life of Jesus on earth in order to terrorize demons. This is the life of Jesus. I love what he has said to the disciples and all the believers into all the earth. Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to all creation. Behold the miracles that will follow those who believe. In my name, they will terrorize demons. It begins there. They will cast out demons. Hallelujah and hallelujah. He arrives in Capernaum. He enters in the synagogue of the city of Capernaum. He is a physical presence terrorized the impure spirit. And he said, what is with you and us, son of the living God. You are the Holy One of God. And Jesus cast out that impure spirit. This is who Jesus is and he wants to share this life with you. Instead of demons, demons chasing you, you are going to chase the demons. He came in order to disturb demons. I'd love that this life should be given to you. We don't chase demons because we want to bother them. No. It is because they do evil. Make evil to stop by touching the root of evil. We are fighting flesh and blood, but against evil spirits in high places, against the legion of evil spirits. Make evil to stop in the cities, in the families, by casting out demons. And for that, you don't need just simple formulas. You need life. 
And that is why in Ephesus, Paul had the life of Jesus. He said, it is no longer I who lives. It is Christ who lives in me. And that is why he terrorized demons and cast them out. But those who just use the simple formula, the formula, the name of Jesus as a formula, they were cast out by the demons and they ran naked. I, I gave this message in order to help you because demons are no longer cast out. Why? It is only those who have the life of Jesus in them who can cast out demons in the name of Jesus like Paul. But the sons of Sceva, they had the formula of the name of Jesus, but they didn't have the life of Jesus. I know there are many pastors and many believers and Christians who don't have the life of Jesus. Do you know what chases the life of Jesus away from people? It is sin. Bible says you were dead in your sins. Sins chase away the life of Jesus. Receive life by repentance and the forgiveness of sins. And I love Jesus. He says that. Go ye therefore and preach the gospel to all creation. And behold the miracles that will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They are going to terrorize demons like me. It was his life. And I will add to that. They are also going to stop the storm. And by this message, we want to stop the storm of your troubles. We are saying to your storms, may you be silenced by the life of the resurrected one. Hallelujah. And the shared life in space and in time. I would love that you should have this life. There are people who just stop on the life as a child of God because this takes them into eternity. I say, yes, I also have that. One thing you need to be sure of is the old Kiluba is going to be in heaven. Be sure of that. And that Satan will be in hell. Because I chose the, the way, the truth, and the life, no one goes to the Father except through Jesus. And I will be with the Father, but Satan will be in hell. Let me go forward with you. My topic is life shared. He loves to share. I want that your life must have effect, must have impact as the life of the one who has shared his life. As the one who shared in this life, the Apostle Paul, who says, it's no longer I who lives, but the Christ who lives in me. He had the life of life. I'll come back to that. Because the, the, the main word I wanted to share with you is the word of Jesus who says, I live, you too will, will live. He is alive for our life. I don't know how to help you. He is alive for our life. Oh, yes. And the Apostle Paul. He lived the life of the living one. Hallelujah. And that is why when he was in Ephesus, this life transmitted terror 
not at his shadow, but to his clothes. So the life transmitted, transmits this power to terrorize demons to the body of Jesus when he enters the synagogue. This shared life transmits power to the shadow of Peter and demons and diseases. They were frozen. But to the Apostle Paul, he did not just was not just transmitted to his body or to his shadow, but it was transmitted to his clothes. Awesome. This is life shared. Dear pastor, you have the shared life. Share it also. That is why they say they will lay their hands on the sick and the sick will be healed. It is because this life is shared to your body. Like Jesus who shared his life to the body of Lazarus and the body that was decomposed, rotten. Not a, a, a sick body, but a dead body received life and he was reconstituted and he came back to life. This is what life is. And Jesus said, I live, therefore you too will live. What have you done with this word, dear church? It is John 14, verse 19. A little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. Hallelujah and hallelujah. He declares this even before he leaves. Behold, I was dead and now I live forever and ever. Because I live, you will live also. Hallelujah. And that is why I spoke of the shared life. Today, I am making this word my own. Dear pastor, make this word your own. He said, because I live, you will live also. He is sure for himself. He is also sure for you. Why, why aren't you sure to receive this life? And yet Jesus was sure, was assured about this life for you. Jesus was sure that he was going to resurrect and that we were going to live. And that is why the life of those who are listening to me depends on my life. If the preacher is dead, how will he make the dead to live? I love this young man of Nazareth. Because I live, you will live also. It is an assurance that he is transmitting to you. I'm just repeating it to you, church of the earth. Jesus lives. You too will live. He didn't say you will live, you Peter. He says you will live in the plural. Because he who believes in him receives everlasting life. We have life by faith. Hallelujah. If you believe, you will see. The problem of the church is that they only believe in the part of the gospel, not in the full gospel. It is an extraordinary life, the life of Jesus. 
and he wants to share it because I live, you will live also. And what he lived became a reality. Peter lived this in Jerusalem in saving souls. Do not seek to save souls in any other way. You are going to live the life of the evangelists and the people are going to be saved. I love that people should go to the school of the Samaritan woman, you women of the earth and people of the earth. Jesus said to the woman, if you knew the gift of God and the person speaking to you, you would have asked him for living waters. And the water I will give you is going to flow in you until everlasting life. I receive the life of the salvation of souls that will continue until the end of my life. It will not change. I will always win souls because it is the life of the Savior. And this woman who was at this school received this life of the salvation of souls. And she went back with a simple message because she had received the life from the school of life, the life that saves souls. And the city went out and they said to the woman, we do not believe just because you speak, but we believe because we heard him. But she should have said, at least you believed at least by my speaking. And they said, we believe because he is the Savior who is to come in the world. Women of the church receive this life. It is not only for men. No, no. This life is given to everyone. I believe that the life that saves in a special manner, it is a gift to the evangelists, those who are called the ministry of evangelists. But I believe in a general manner that every believer is an evangelist. It is the apostle Paul said it. Believe you will be saved, you and your household. Every believer is a source of salvation. And this woman was a source of salvation for a city. And this is the life of Jesus. The Son of Man came to save those who were lost. I would love that he should share with you this life as he shared with the Apostle Peter when he said, follow me, I will make you a fisher of men. And in Jerusalem, the Apostle Peter was amazed by what he was. He was because he received the confirmation of what Jesus said. He said, because I live, you will live also. And he says, at that day you will know that I am in, that I am in you, I, I, that, that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. The Apostle Peter discovered that he had the life of the Savior of the world that was shared. And I would love that this be shared in space and in time. It is a life that is shared in space and in time. I want to go towards the end. In Revelations chapter 1, verse 17 to 18. 
And when I saw him, I felt like my feet are dead. It is a life that kills. Even me, when I saw him in my room a few years back, he entered in my room and there were many angels singing hallelujah. And when he entered my room, I fell as though dead. I also fell in my room. And I said to the Lord, Lord, if you have come to take me, please take me. It is a life that makes all things to die. Imagine the one who used to lay in his chest fell as though dead. He says, I live, therefore you will live. He is the resurrected one that I spoke to you in my past message. You are going to receive the life of death. I don't know how to explain this to you. It is a life that kills death. Remember that the resurrection of Jesus was the death of death. Unfortunately, you don't understand. And I don't have uh, people to explain to directly here. The Bible says, the last enemy who will be destroyed is death. And it is the resurrection of Jesus that allowed him to manifest his life that kills death, killed death as the life of Jesus in Bethany killed the death of Lazarus. Receive this life. It is not me who is inventing this. I'm just speaking to you about what he himself spoke about. Because I live, you too will live. Death is in your reach by the life of life and life that is shared. I want to go forward. And he said, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, but he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid, I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead and behold I am alive forevermore and I have the keys of Hades and of death. Is the one who said because I live you too will live. You will live also. And here he says, I am alive forevermore. People of the 21st century, listen to me. If he is alive forevermore, it means he is alive in the 21st century. And if he's alive in the 21st century, it means what he said in the first century is also valid for the 21st century. He said, because I live, you will live also. And those of the first century, first century lived his life. And because he lives forevermore, we of the 21st centuries have not been forgotten. That is why I spoke about life shared in space and in time. And I believe and I proclaim it and I confess and declare it that Jesus is alive in the 21st century.
according to his word, I live forevermore. Does he live as a tourist? No. He said, because I live, you will also live. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Receive what he shared with the first century. It is his word. Because I live, you will also live. They believed and they lived. Believe. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. You will see this glory. It is his life which is sharing. And I want you to receive this all over the earth. It is available for all good works. We cannot do anything without his life. Listen to me. When he says you cannot do anything without me, it was the branch that was sharing in the life of the vine. I would love to teach the church to learn to take the words of Jesus. If he said, I will die and will resurrect on the third day, and it happened, and you celebrate it and you preach it as a feast, but it only he didn't just say that. He said, in a little while, you won't see me, and in a little while, you will see me, because I live, you will also live. He said it, believe it. Why don't you want to believe? You amaze me. People of Kinshasa say, you amaze me. I believe it was that. I'm not a good speaker of Lingala. But you amaze me. You believe in what he said before which happened. Why don't you believe in what he said that is yet to happen? That is the problem. I have shared with you. I am innocent of your blood. It is him who said it. He said in a little while. In John 14 verse 19. In a little while you will not see me. In a little, and afterwards you will see me. Because I live you will live also. What have you done with the resurrection of Jesus? The resurrected one shares the life of resurrection awesome. He shares the life of resurrection with the whole earth in space and with the time of times and all the times. He said, I live forevermore. If Jesus does not come to the 21st century, I say to the people of the 22nd century, when I will not be and here we are in the beginning of the 21st century. I say to the people of the 22nd century, he is the one who said, I live forevermore. All the ages are occupied by the life of the resurrected one. That is why I love the prophet Micah who speaks about the one whose time goes from the everlasting times. He says, I am alive so that you too may be alive. You are not alive just to eat hamburgers and pizzas, but to live the life of Christ. It is not I who lives, it is Christ who lives in me, and things will change. And I love that as you listen to this word, you should receive the, a share of this life where you are. 
God said, in the last days, says the Lord, I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Hallelujah and hallelujah. This spirit that made the dry bones to leave, he said to the prophet, call the forwards of heaven. And again, afterwards, he said, I'll pour my spirit on all flesh. And afterwards, the flesh formed on the bones, and breath entered in it. And you are going to live the life of conquerors. You will be the generation of the lion of the tribe of Judah. He said, I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. You are going to overcome, my brother. You are going to overcome, my brother. You are going to be conquerors. You are going to be warriors and conquerors. This is the life of Jesus. It is an invincible life. Receive this. Because the last enemy has been overcome by the one that I told you who is life. The, the last enemy to be overcome it is death. And death was overcome on that Sunday morning of resurrection. And he said, Behold, I was dead, but now I live forevermore. If Jesus overcame the enemy called death, what about what will these other enemies of the kingdom of death do? And that is his life. He had this life at a local level in Palestine before he could have it at an international level. And that is why he said the cause of death could not hold him back. You, you could be either alive or dead, but death will not hold you back because it is a life. I would love that you should be an army of conquerors. When he founded the church, he had this vision, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It is a life of conquerors. I, I love that in the past, Jews had a greater assurance than Christians. They said, with God we shall do exploits, and he will crush our enemies. And the Apostle Paul says, if God be for us, who can be against us? bring down death because Jesus brought it down on the third day and he said why are you looking for the living among the dead he is risen as he said it to you he wasn't risen for himself he is risen for you the people of the 21st century and what did he say I live because I live you will also live live this on the earth before you can leave this reality in eternity, we need it in order to work and in order to end the evil of the earth. It was the life of the Lamb that takes away the sin of the earth, take away the power of sin so that it could be revival in your cities. May God bless you until next time. Together with the life that is shared Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.